Hi, everyone, and welcome to Barefoot with Spirit podcast show. I'm your host, Leanne, the Barefoot Medium, and I'm incredibly excited to connect with you as always and to bring you channeled information from spirit, source, the divine, universe, whatever it is that you call it, to inspire you to transform your experience, consciously manifest your desires and connect with your intuition and spirit. Now, before we get started on today's episode, I have a tradition that I love to follow to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I'm standing and on which my guest is standing. And I want to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. And I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, First Nations people from all over the world, wherever you might be tuning in from. So kick off your shoes, join me for this episode and take some really beautiful deep breaths into your heart space and just imagine yourself stepping into this container, this sacred space where my guest Wajid and I are about to have a deep connected conversation with you on the topic of reigniting the spiritual flame within. Welcome, Wajid. Hi, Leanne. Wonderful to be on your show. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? I've been in the metaphysical uh, field for over 40 years, uh, following my own uh, spiritual yogi master, uh, an Englishman by the name of Dr. George King. And I've kind of kept it in the background, but recently I... um, I published a book based on some of my own spiritual experiences, experiences with my master and certain truths that I learned um, on, you know, um, it wasn't um, a career that I envisioned myself getting into. Uh, I, I was generally in a technical background then in an entertainment background, but more, more recently, uh, having moved to the East Coast from the West Coast, um, I'm I'm opening myself up to some of the and, and sharing these experiences that I've had uh, over the years. Yeah, and I know that you got a background in engineering as well, so you know a little bit of that logical, you know, structural, real world, practical background as well, combined with the spiritual, which I which I love. Yeah, it's very important to have left and right brain balance. You don't want to go too much to the left logic and too much to the right, uh, you know, creative. It's it's good to have a balance. In other words, keep your feet on the ground, but uh, keep your, you know, head to the stars. Uh, that's definitely a better approach. Yeah. And, you know, in, in doing this work, I always believe that you you need to be a bit of a skeptic and, you know, test that information and that knowledge and learn your truth for yourself when we're on that spiritual journey, don't we? Yeah. And, you know, I like what you said. You have to, you know, rely. I mean, uh, in my book, I said the, the greatest, um, uh, you know, lie detector ever created uh, in this, in, in, you know, in this galaxy is our intuition. And you're right. You know, don't take everything for granted. Open your heart up, open your soul up, allow that inner voice and and discriminate between what is right and what is wrong. Today, lies are being 
thrown out as truths and truths have been thrown out as lies. So in the end, who do you believe? But only your higher self or your inner self at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And, you know, the, I, I love that you talk about it in that way because, you know, we all have a spiritual belief system, whatever that might be. And it is really around believing and trusting and knowing and um, allowing ourselves to find that truth or that, you know, lie or understanding what that truth or that lie feels like for ourselves. And we can only take the journey for ourselves, can't we? In the end, yeah, we are our own master of our destiny. And, um, but uh, it's important to discriminate between what is false and truth. You know, um, my yogi master always said, you know, if you want to seek the truth and speak the truth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he always made a um, uh, solemn uh, oath before his creator, before he talked, that he would try to the best of his knowledge to speak the truth. And that because truth is reality, everything else is unreal. Mm-hmm. And so um, and these are the days of discrimination. These are very trying days. And uh, I'm glad that you brought me on board to uh, to maybe help inspire your listeners to help rise their consciousness in these uh, in these very troubled times. Yeah, and I think that's really key for everyone that's listening. You know, this is an opportunity for all of us to really connect in with our own truth and discern and discriminate about what feels right and and not for us. And to raise our level of awareness and consciousness about, you know, where we fit within the world, where others well, fit within the world. You know, it's, um, you know, the, the subject is reigniting, you know, the, the inner flame. Um, what, what I mean by that is, you know, what, what, what listeners need to understand is that, you know, we were gods at one time uh technically and spiritually we were we were highly evolved beings and you know the bible talks about adam and eve and the fall in the garden of eden we've we've been in civilizations that were highly advanced and uh through atomic warfare and other things we we have regressed and we regressed to the point where um we shouldn't be in this we shouldn't be this involved at this particular time in our history, uh, we've created those conditions, um, uh, beings who, uh, you know, uh, lower powerful beings have controlled us over the centuries. And two things that are happening right now, Leanne, that uh, we're, we're, there is a definitely a global spiritual renaissance occurring. And there's, for me, there's two aspects behind that. First is the astrological push of the Aquarian age, which is pushing mankind to become global understanding and be of service. Second, um, which probably the indigenous tribes know more about than the West, is that our Mother Earth, who is a beautiful, living, breathing goddess, is also raising her vibrations. So to me, at this point, uh, there's a glimmer of hope. These are the last days uh, of, of, you know, of the old order, the new order, that's been destined for us, for mankind, is a beautiful new age, a spiritual new age, where there won't be this 
economic strife and hatred between races and religions and, you know, pollution and climate problems. Uh, you know, most people know that the weather is part of our problem because we, we haven't controlled our minds and we've sent out all these horrible energies of hate and greed and jealousy to the nature spirits of the world, which have created a lot of these weather conditions. So I wanted to give your listeners a couple of practices uh, that I've used over the years, uh, which will help um, uh, reignite. It's not a case of, we've, you know, the flame has never diminished the flame has never diminished the flame the inner spark the inner light the inner uh, divine spirit within us never diminishes we have created those barriers which have which have um, uh, diminished this light so now uh, i think the higher beings are opening themselves up we are being inspired with higher energies with higher vibrations and and it's it's a wonderful time, despite the darkness. I think it's a wonderful time. We're given every opportunity uh, to raise our consciousness at this time. Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more. It's you know a beautiful time in 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 our journeys through this lifetime, really. And we're we're so privileged to be here to witness it, to experience it, to move through it. And, you know, I like how you talk about those two, two different energies or, or things that are coming to the surface for us to really be present to, to be more conscious of and to be more aware of. And, you know, for me, it's, it's around that crumbling a little bit of that masculine structure of, yeah. you know, the greed and the striving and the doing and the planning and the um, you know, destruction, um, which, which that masculine energy can bring with it. And we, we all have that within us, right? To the beautiful, you know, I've done some work with some of the Indigenous tribes in, in South America in particular, and they, they look at everything that happens with Mother Earth is a reflection through a mirror of what we're putting into her. And so, you know, what we put out is what we, we often see mirrored back to us. And, and what we're seeing is Mother Earth inviting us to embrace that nurturing and that compassion and that empathy and, and looking after her first and foremost, right, because she is our home. Yeah, and, the, you know, and, and the media, they talk about climate change, um, I think, Climate change, I personally think it's a small aspect of, of carbon emissions. I think they, they haven't really spoken the truth, which is the fact that part of the climate change is our Mother Earth is changing herself right now and transforming herself. And, you know, that needs to be critical in all these, uh, you know, economic meetings on environment and, and whatever. And so um, she has actually been taught, told, because for millions of years she has kept her light under a bushel in order to give us a, a home in space. And she's, she's put on tremendous limitations uh, just so that we can stay on her body. And now there comes a time, you know, uh, the law of karma states that, you know, no individual is allowed to suffer for certain, that can only suffer for a certain period of time. And it's time now for the mother earth. She's been told 
to raise her consciousness of vibrations and take her place in the heavens with her, you know, uh, solar family. And so it's up to us if we want to stay on, on and, and handle these vibrations because the, uh, you know, the, the ionosphere, which in ancient text was called the ring pass knot is being taken down. The ultra, the ultraviolet rays are increasing the cosmic, uh, uh, rays bombardment on, on, on the planet is increasing. Uh, this is actually beneficial to the planet. It's not detrimental. And so this, this rising, uh, in temperatures and the ice caps melting is a part of global change that the mother earth herself is you know uh with raising her vibrations so coming back to what we can do in these times uh one uh, uh practice that was given to my master uh through through um uh you know um through the channeling of higher beings uh, primarily the master Aetherius, which we name uh, uh, the organization that I follow, the Aetherius Society. Now, in 1960, he revealed this practice, which was kept pretty guarded since Atlantean times. And people may have heard of it, but they may not have heard of it. But that's the practice of the violet flame. Mm-hmm. And the violet flame comes directly from the logos of the earth. And it's a great practice that we can use these days because it's a protective practice. And all your listeners have to do is to breathe silently and then just think of a violet flame coming up from the Mother Earth. And if they practice it enough, they'll feel it like a velvety, soft, like fire, not not, not burning, but just gentle and soft. And this will protect um, protect you from um, psychic uh mental energies that are being thrown that are, that are all over the place and the biggest uh weapon these days that's been used by the forces of darkness using the media is is the weapon of fear mm-hmm. and with the pandemic and wars and everything you know we're being controlled by fear fear causes division and so what we need to do as spiritual beings as spiritual warriors is to stand up these days and not allow this fear to overcome and take uh, overtake us um which causes anxiety and depression you know sometimes i wake up in fear because i can feel it around me and Mm. so these this the practice of the violet flame is a beautiful practice that people can use on a daily basis you can like when you're driving your car you can use it as a protect protection there was a case in england of this uh this gentleman who he taught this to his young daughter and for many years and she uh, one night she was going through this dark alleyway and this guy jumped her to rape her and mm-hmm. she put the violet flame on and the clash between these two energies threw this guy 10 feet away from her. That's mm-hmm. how real and powerful this, this, this violet flame is. And of course, the other practice uh, that's been asked in these days is, is, is to send out the white light of L-O-V-E, the energy of love, mm-hmm. which, you know, um, many people are aware of it, but they don't generally know how to channel it. Um, and the Orthodox religions haven't really taught people how to channel this energy of love. And so the higher beings these days, uh, the cosmic masters or the people who are on the higher dimensions, on the higher planets, they're actually bombarding us with these, with these energies, these pranic energies coming from the sun. And all that we have to do is raise our hands 
and visualize a white light coming through the brain, over the shoulder, uh, through the through the sensors in the palm of the hand and the heart center, and send it out as a beam of white love energy. And because it's so simple, it's kind of getting over people's head because you know the simple practices are the most powerful practices there is there is no this is not rocket science this is something that's been used the same energy that the master jesus used to heal uh, the sick and make you know and raise the dead it's the same pranic energy and so we're being asked in these days uh to to send out this power i i belong to a group of people we do this on a daily basis from 30 40 different countries mm-hmm. and uh People want to join us. It's for free. Um, it's, it's called 12blessings.org. And we just go ahead and send that uh, light out. And that is what is needed uh, right now uh, to help is to, is to first of all, the transmutation uh, through the violet flame of the Mother Earth, and then the transmitting of the energy of love. Uh, regardless of race, color, creed, or religion, you don't have to belong to any. You just have to have this genuine desire to help the world, to help the animals, to help mankind, and and to make a transformation. So they're not asking you. Of course, you can follow any religion that you want, or and you don't even have to follow any religion. You don't even have to believe in any any uh, divine principle. The only thing that we're being asked today as humans, as caring humanitarians, is to send out this light because everything else has been tried and nothing has worked. The only thing that hasn't been tried is uh, spiritual energy, which is a tangible energy. Of course, you know that, Leanne. You know, it's not a, it's, it's a real energy. It, it physically goes through you, just, uh, just operates on a different octave of existence, just like electricity. Mm-hmm. And so that is the call of the day. Uh, for your listeners, for the planet, and for everybody to rally together, become one, and transform this world. Yeah, and I love that you mentioned the violet flame because you know that that's one energy that I do work with, and and it's so incredibly pr- powerful um, for ourselves. And you know what the topic we're talking about is is really reigniting that flame within, right? And so. Yes, Mother Earth, and we we are her children, and our and our feet, you know, barefoot medium, right? Our feet are all on this earth, and any transformation that's experienced or any healing that's experienced by the earth, by Mother Earth, ripples out. This is that ripple that so many people talk about energetically, and. The violet flame is so incredibly powerful to, you know, cleanse and clear and shift any of that heavy, fear-based, negative, blocked, stuck energy, right? And, and you know, it helps us with the cells in our body even and, and Mother Earth with the, with the cells and the things that, that, you know, she experiences because she breathes, you know, yeah, the Amazon I, forest breathes, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, this is that's the thing that people need to understand these days, which the indigenous tribes have known for centuries, and is that you know when you put your feet on the ground, um, my master said he said the most holiest being that you will ever touch for millions of lives is the ground beneath your feet. You know, 
we're walking on a on a on a most advanced spiritual compassionate goddess and people are taking this they're just they just been raping this planet for her resources over the centuries and how many people have actually offered to give back any energy whatsoever you know and and in the old days in regards to advancement of course you know the yogi would go back to the monastery or the cave and and spend time away from mankind um, that's not the order of the day now it's it's good to get away it's very important to get away uh to in nature and spend time but the call of the day is to be in the middle like you're in the middle of a city brisbane i'm in the i'm in in the middle of civilization we're not in a monastery and to send out the light and you know uh, like I say, in the old days, the yogi advanced very quickly by detaching from mankind. We're being asked to, today is, is to be staying mankind, but we can still advance because uh, this is not a forceful uh, uh, advancement. It's a gradual advancement. So, so constantly sending out, sending the white light through yourself is actually naturally going to raise the, the kundalini, not, not force it. And it naturally will rise naturally in a unbalanced, in a balanced fashion. And then the psychic senses will open up uh, gradually uh, in a very safe way because you can do some exercise. And if you're not careful, you can become paralyzed or mad trying to mm-hmm. raise this, uh, this uh, beautiful mystic power. But it's our heritage. We're on, there's only one reason my master said we're here on this planet. Mm. Not, not two, only one. And that's to raise our consciousness to high states of nirvana, cosmic consciousness, and eventually ascension that will, you know, eventually uh, we can leave this planet through different incarnations, hundreds and maybe thousands or millions of incarnations. But that is our heritage. And so today we've been asked to, to uh, reignite the flame, to raise, to start raising our consciousness slowly not forcing and the most safest way to do it is to channel these energies uh, and the psychic sense see our 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 higher psychic senses uh the heart center the throat center the christ center it's been pretty ossified and we're still basically going you know operating under lower senses and so it's you know we are spiritual beings in physical bodies it's not the other way around and we've been asked to to now uh, through this bombardment of spiritual energy, the greatest power in the world, the, the energy of love, mm-hmm. which nothing can destroy, and send this out on a constant basis. Uh, and 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 I think it's our, uh, I think it's our duty to the younger generation to do this. It's not a case of well, I may or may not do it, but you know, I feel I need to leave some kind of spiritual legacy for the younger generation so that they can live in a world uh, where there won't be another nuclear holocaust or pollution or these horrible things that are looming uh, on us like a, like the sword of Damocles. Mm, mm. And, you know, there's so, so much more we could talk about with that, right? And one of the things that keeps popping into my mind is about, you know, that spiritual flame is within us and you mentioning about no matter where you're located you don't have to be out in nature or out in a cave or wherever in retreat you can connect with the flame within you and and your heart 
center and you, your truth and you know source divine spirit whatever it is that you 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 call that in any given moment and it just takes that moment to reconnect through that breath and through that intentionality of it to really take the space because you know we often get so so busy with the things we have to do on our to-do list that we forget that we part of our job here is to be and to connect within and to connect with the earth to you know our, our partners or those around us with love compassion with gratitude with you know all of those things and that is what transforms and that is what heals and that is what lifts us to that new world that new beginning that's that's already here we just have to access it exactly it is here heaven is already here we just yeah we just have to reach up and grab it it's not it's not a it's not something that that's you know that we can look to in the future you know the heaven that we want is already within us and and you know um people talk about you know uh starvation and hunger and lack of food you know but the biggest hunger is is that we've you know we've starved our souls of spiritual light and that's that's the cause of all the problems on this planet is it's not a religious problem it's a spiritual problem there's a difference mm. and the spiritual solutions are the basic ones you know the the spiritual laws are the basic ones you know the, first of all the law of karma mm. you know action reaction yeah i mean you you can have a high priced lawyer that can that can get you out of a murder trial sure but you can't escape the law of karma that if you murder somebody you too will be murdered or have to experience that either in this life or the next i'm sorry mm-hmm. but not to punish you but to teach you that you don't do you do not kill or mm. you know and so ex- you know whatever i you know like the master jesus said as you sow so shall you reap and the same with the lord buddha you know action and reaction is opposite and equal that's what they need to be teaching the kids in the school before mm. math and science that you're responsible for all your actions and so you know the yeah that's that's exactly what it is we need to again come back and become and, and the higher beings are telling us this because most politicians or religious leaders or g- dictators or generals they will like to keep us in 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 you know under under or subservient but the higher beings are saying to us hey you know we missed you come back and join us and become the gods that you're supposed to be and so that's the that's the call of that's the order of the day that that is the call the call from the higher cosmic sources to say hey you know remember what you used to be like in the days of Atlantis and Lemuria and uh, of Maldek and we want you to get back to that now and that's the, that's the that's the uh, spiritual inspiration that's been thrown out in this age of aquarius yeah no I, I love how you mentioned that your god source energy right because you know that flame that's in us is we are we are all one with god with goddess 
Um, right. You know, and what you put out is what you get back. It's the law of balance. Everything has to, has an equal and opposite reaction if you go science, right? And so karma is just about rebalancing. And so what you're putting out is what you receive back in whether it's in this lifetime or the next, as you said. So, you know, and, and the violet flame in particular for people personally is an amazing energy to channel and work with through visualization, as you mentioned, um, which is really powerful. And for me, it's often one that pops into my mind when I need to use it to or work with it. Um, and around using mantras, mantras are so incredibly powerful. And the violet flame in particular is the I am presence. Well, with mantra, it, it you know, chanting of mantra again will attract the energy of the pranic energy, the energy of love, mm-hmm. the higher energies. Uh, it's just as important. And and another thing that people need to understand is the is again with the healing that you send out. Guess what? You're going to get the same healing back to yourself. So it's a it's a win win situation, you know. And uh, say you're suffering from a disease or depression or whatever you're going, you know, send it out to those who are going through similar problems that you are. And I'm not saying that you'll be instantly healed, but you it will help you. It will help you in many, many ways to heal yourself. So it's another form of self-healing is that when you forget yourself and send out the power, it'll come back and you're detaching from yourself, from your own, because we all go through pains and aches and suffering, mental, emotional, psychic, uh, you know, all kinds of uh, challenges. And so it's a kind of a, a purifier that when you generally start sending out the light, and I've been doing it for over 40 years. And I know that no matter what challenges come, because these are, everybody's going through some kind of karmic challenges. But if you stay on whatever spiritual path that you're supposed to stay on, uh, you know, you will be helped. And, uh, and, and, and in times when I thought on the 11th hour that there was no hope, I was always helped because, uh, you know, I kept my focus on being of service. So if you stay thinking of being of service to people uh, you, you can't you cannot lose you cannot fail there is no such thing as failure on the spiritual path the setbacks but there's never failure if you're always trying yeah and i love that because you know the spiritual journey is about navigating those challenges or problems or experiences that you come across that may result in pain or suffering or or whatever because it's part of the journey it's not separate from you and I always say to, to my clients, you know, if we're, we're focused on problems, we're not on purpose. And so when you get on purpose, as in focus on your journey, your, your giving to others or what you're here to do, then the solutions present themselves because you're in, you're in alignment, you're, you're in You've ignited that flame within, right? You are the flame. Exactly. And so get on purpose, get on path, get on, you know, that that path of what's joyful and light and giving for you, what allows you to give to others, 
give what you you wish to receive, not for the for the need to receive it. Like you say, if you're suffering from you know health issues, send send healing energy out, not because you want to be healed, because but because you you want to share that love and compassion and and healing for its own sake. And what I've learned over the years, and I'm just slowly learning because it takes time, but we're not here to be punished. Everything is a teaching. Everything is teaching to help us become better people. And some of the teachings, pain is a, whoa, (laughs) it's a cornerstone of spiritual growth, Not, not pleasure, but sometimes we have to go through some very painful experiences, but they're designed to teach us not to punish us. Yeah. And I like that you mentioned pain with pleasure because, you know, everything, where where there is dark, there is always light. Where there is light, there is always dark. And so pain as a teacher is opening you to more pleasure. And and pain is the doorway or the gateway into what is it that you're holding yourself back from in terms of what's pleasurable for you and allowing yourself to have that in your world because you have access to both. So where are you in that that balance, in that shadow or the the dark or the light? And we can manoeuvre back and forwards, can't we? And that's part of the journey, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, I agree. doesn't make it any more easier when we're we're in the pain or the suffering oh, no, the challenge no. yeah but but you know it's it's not it's it's not forever everything has to change one way or the other so we're not whatever situation that we're in it's not going to last it, it has to change you know so yeah that old this too shall pass yeah absolutely absolutely and i don't know anybody on the spiritual path who has not gone through periods of heavy heavy duty darkness and depression and whatever and they're all designed uh not to punish but to teach and then then you become empathetic to people who are going through th- that stuff as well exactly. you know so how, exactly. how can you understand people's pain if you haven't gone through it yeah some aspects and, of yourself and it brings us back to that point you mentioned about truth because we we know the truth of how that feels for us when we've walked that path and we can stay in integrity and share the learning and share the knowledge and share the wisdom for those who may be walking it. And that's the the purpose of a spiritual teacher really, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, mankind is not learning the lessons that they, they were given by the higher teachers, people like Krishna and, and Buddha and Patanjali and Lao Tse and Jesus you know, these are all highly evolved spiritual masters, I believe, from other dimensions, yeah. other planets that came and taught us the same truth. There's no difference between what, what Krishna said and what Buddha said and what Jesus said. Uh, they just came to different people, different environments, different cultures. But the teachings are all the same. They've just been diversified. They've just been changed by the elders to suit themselves. But in the end, if you study them, they're all the same, absolutely the same. Yeah, and it's um, you're not on that energetic level. They're all exactly the same. The 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 languaging that might be used in order right. for people to hear it and to receive it is is different. Thank you so much for sharing and for your wisdom and 
your your tips working with the violet flame and really sending out that love energy that's that's all we all we can do isn't it there's one last practice i'd like to give i don't know if you've heard of it it's called the practice of the presence and again that was given by by the master theorist and and again if people people want to do it's very simple you put your left hand over the solar plexus and you put your right hand on top and you'd always do this maybe after a spiritual practice uh, as a form of detachment. And then what you do, again, you incorporate and you, and you bring the, the white light through your, through your head, over your shoulder, into your heart center. And then you bring the violet flame up into the heart center. And then you, then you uh, amalgamate these two energies, the violet flame and the white light in the heart center, and then you take them up as a single beam up to the spark of the of the divine, the higher, you know, the like a miniature sun just above your just above the top of your head, a silent spark of divinity within you. And you send this energy up into this uh spark of the divine, and then ask that the gold uh, a golden flame that comes down through you, through the whole of your bodies through the you know through the trunk and through all the organs and bring that down and then after you've done that do a little prayer of thankfulness and then detach by detaching you can just swipe the palms of your hand and that's that's explained um again uh if if you uh go to some of the practices in 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 uh, in Dr. King's organization, the Ethereum Society. But again, another beautiful practice given by the higher beings that will really help you in these days. And it's free, no cost. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Thank you so much for sharing, Wajib. Can you share with everybody where they can connect with you further if they want to learn more? They can just go to my website, which is wajidauthor.com, W-A-J-I-D-A-U-T-H-O-R dot com and there was two websites i mentioned that my organization that i follow is the ethereum society that's a-e-t-h-e-r-i-u-s dot o-r-g and of course the 12 blessings 12 blessings dot o-r-g some okay. again some some sites that can research and again use their intuition and make up their own minds yeah fabulous thank you so much it's been lovely connecting with you lovely talking to you um, and lovely sharing and hearing your knowledge and wisdom. Thank you so much, Leanne. It was a pleasure. Uh, for those of you who want to connect with me further, don't forget to jump on my website, thebarefootmedium.com.au, or check out all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. Um, and I will see you next time for the next episode of Barefoot with Spirit podcast show. Thank you, everyone, and have a beautiful and amazing month. Mm-hmm.